When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, politics, pop culture, current events, and whatever else people are talking about these days. With your host, Adam Todd Brown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, politics, pop culture, fucking information, whatever we want to talk about. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host, but I do have a couple of guests. Case in point. Katrina Davis is here. Yay. Hello. Katrina, <laughs> nice thank you, you for filling in at the last minute. Unpop's music director, Sliceberg Slim, was supposed to be here, but I gave him the wrong time. So he's <laughs> almost certainly still asleep, but he'll be on uh. the next episode. <laughs> also here, my trend pony co-host, Jen Scott. Yeehaw. Clack. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that before. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it was great. Yeehaw, that works. Who wouldn't yeehaw. be yeehaw excited to be on this podcast? Except me, obviously. I'm fucking over it. But everyone, No, everyone I see the excitement like in your eyes. No, you don't. No, you guys not. hear it. You guys hear it in his voice every episode, don't you? The <laughs> excitement behind Adam. <laughs> yeehaw. <laughs> we are doing an international news roundup episode this week. Ooh. But there was some breaking news from the Americas that we're going to have to include. We would be doing the audience a disservice if we did not talk about, for our first news story, the nightmare that the Burning Man Festival has become this year. Either of you ever been to Burning Man? No. Yeah, it's... it's I've never even been camping. Yeah. So you have that really? I would... No one will take me outside. I don't know <laughs> what the deal is. You do. Me. You give off a real inside vibe. I will say that. Like yeah. if That's, it were I, one to assume. Very indoorsy. Yeah. People think that I'm more high maintenance than I am is kind of the vibe. I think I like I think I give real princess vibes and I'm really more skateboard <laughs> vibes. You just give off AC Adam's vibes. Face, Adam's face when I said princess vibes. Like anyone who knows me <laughs> thinks that's insane. Because like, it's not princess at all, but I do still think you give off like AC vibes. Like you might not necessarily want to be hot or uncomfortable for that long. Mm. And so maybe mm. that's why people are like, I'm not going to take Jen camping. She'll leave. 
Like, <laughs> we'll do this for five hours and then she'll be like, can we go home? And we'll be like, we haven't started the camping part yet. And she'll be like, I'm going to go home. And then just like <laughs> and leave camping early. That is something I can see happening. I'm actually good. <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. I can see you like straight up not liking it for non-princess reasons. But yeah. people still being like, no, this outcome is not going to be Jen waking up at 6 a.m. and being like this was a good idea see i think <laughs> that i might like it but like okay. i don't know that more than one day so yeah not like a long weekend where you're like spending well, your labor know. day on the I ground tried i guess i haven't tried ground sleeping i've also never been camping <gasps> really yeah it's just not my thing like see really? that yeah. illinois kid thing yeah well, i mean i was gonna say it's like weather permitting it depends on where you are maybe where people yeah you are could like, die super easy in illinois camping on the wrong moment time yes yeah. any well, like very many variables the thing i was about the, to say what like people or bears well the thing about the midwest like you're not gonna yeah. want to go camping in the winter it's way too fucking cold right. but also the summer in the midwest is like africa hot like it is unbearable bearable hot yeah in the like, is it humidity 120 vibes yeah oh, the humidity's okay. really like off the charts so there's just like never a time when i was a kid that i would have wanted to go camping we almost went hunting gotcha. once we were going to go hunting for wild boar which in retrospect would have been a public service because those things are a nuisance now but it snowed too much so we just turned around and went back home so I've never okay. been hunting. See, yeah, camping. there's lots of variables. And also weather can switch on you so fast in Illinois. Like it could be like so pleasant and then it could be like hail, freezing rain. And you know um, where else the weather because, can Just because. You know where else the weather burning can switch man. on you real fast? The middle of the Nevada desert where Burning Man happens. Burning Wait, Man. Which is like this wet some- guy. <laughs> Is this, you're so ridiculous for the hat. <laughs> there was no way I was going to let that go by. Um, is is this something that they tell people to prepare for normally? No. That's what, I know it gets cold at night, but not random rainstorms. Yeah. I don't know that I, they tell people anything, do they? Well, I, yeah, because I think they fancy themselves as this like self-sufficient community. And that's kind of the vibe that's happening now. Like people are trying to take care of each other. The people that have RVs are like opening them up to the people who right. just showed up with tents. But oh my God, that kind of stuff's only going to go so far. And yeah, what happened is everyone showed up to Burning Man and it started raining a bunch. And now it's mud. Because what is it like, as, hurricane rollover? Yeah, I, I mean, that, that hurricane that hit us was mostly headed for Nevada. So that could be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. So far, one person has died, which that's <gasps> sad. But also How? I expect- Of rain? I also like exposure? expect at least one person to die at Burning Man every year, kind of. Oh, you know, I never thought are- about it, but I do wonder what their tolls are on- <laughs> That is such a good point. Yeah. But also, I wonder die if less how? people die this year at Burning Man because they're just trying to get people they left. out. Yeah, they're like, yeah. actually, the numbers are better this year because we had a mass evacuation. The but, elements actually saved some lives. <laughs> but it is interesting what you said, like, that will only go so far because I do know most people of anything adjacent to our socioeconomic status that do go to Burning Man are either going as performers or with someone that has already given them a spot on their like 
$150,000 glam van (laughs) and the numbers just aren't there. Like what is the amount of glam vans to mud people at this point? They're just going to (laughs) be maxed out. I think it's way more not looking good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad ratio. And it gets cold at night. Like I saw a video and the first thing I thought like they were just like the hot biracial girls with dreads with their feet in mud at night. And I was like, they're going to get hypothermia. Like, do you know how the person that died passed away? No, the none of the articles I looked at mentioned that. They just said I want to know an investigation <laughs> has been opened. Yeah, I always forget how cold the desert gets like it's freaking cold the first Mm -hmm. time i ever toured like the first show i ever did on the road was in albuquerque new mexico and we did an interview with like a local college newspaper the day before the show and after the interview ended the guy was like so you uh prepared for the winter down here and I was like, motherfucker, what? I'm going to the desert. It's going to be hot as shit. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's November. Until like 6 p.m. <laughs> and then it's so 40. That's like my beef with L.A. in general is like when I moved here from Florida, my mom laughed at me because she was like, what's the weather like? And I was like, freaking cold. And she was like, only you would move to what is literally known as the perfect temperature place. <laughs> and be like, it's cold here. And I was like, it's cold. Like the second the sun sets here, you realize like that was the only reason you felt okay outside. Like it gets cold so it's fast. So cold and there's people with no shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. Burning. And man. there's people with no shoes on. <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> No, they're like getting trench foot, which is like a medieval oh my fucking God. disease. Yeah, like, like what like, are we? It's WW2 out there. <laughs> yeah, like trench foot. There is no war. There's no trench. That's crazy. Yeah, the festival is supposed to run through Monday. We're recording this on Sunday. So all these people probably would have been okay. there anyway. But right. now it seems like they're going to be there like deep into now- next week. No in the trenches, baby. Because no one because... can get in or out. It's just all mud. The only people oh. who got out so far to tell us the are truth. Chris about Rock what's... and Diplo. Yeah, Chris Rock and Diplo are they're the ones who got out and told the world the truth. But motherfuckers. Yeah, there's like what's crazy to me is that there's no footage because everyone's phones is dead. Oh, yeah. that's why there's such little video. Mm, I didn't no even footy, think it's like crazy people off the grid being in turmoil. Mm-hmm. That's funny that our only boots on the ground are because they never let their boots touch the ground. <laughs> like, <laughs> the only reason they got out is because they were in a celebrity area from start to finish. And they were like, oh, whose tires can get out of here? <laughs> because yeah, no one. Yes, this Jeep. This That's fucking, what I was about to say. Are they going to bring yeah. like ATVs in to get people out? Like, why can't, why are, are well, people stuck literally just in the mud? It kind of reminds me of what happened at, was it Big Bear? Where, what like, happened? Last year, there were all of those like blizzards and all of that snowfall that happened in a short amount of time. And people were just stuck there for like weeks. Oh. Wait, I think I was there for that. Because no one could get to him. <laughs> Jen would forget being snowed in. Yeah, I think you'd know if you were there for that. Like, it was like it was like six feet of snow, and I went like that night. Yeah. And it was bad. And I was like, is it always like this driving to the mountain? And it's not. Oh, my gosh. People kept, like, skirting off, too. Like, there was spots of ice because of how it had snowed. Oh, gosh. Under the snow that was yeah. making everyone fly off the road. That's so scary. Yeah, this is the kind of thing people don't take into account when they go to 
a thing like Burning Man. Like, yeah, it's cool that you're letting loose in the middle of the desert, but you're also a hundred miles from the nearest airport, which once you're a hundred miles from the airport, you're a hundred miles from everything. Mm. Like that's a and choice. There's definitely at least one girl right now. That's like, I really could have gone without this last faux fur cat ear hat <laughs> and maybe done like another bottle of water. Like one big liter of smart would have really helped me out right now. <laughs> yeah. They're telling people to conserve food, conserve water, conserve fuel. Cause like, what if it rains again? Like, what if it rains Monday? Oh, I didn't think about that. Like, that's a better also, thing in California. Like, we've had torrential rain for, like, weeks at various points throughout the year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is it's, like, raining everywhere right now, too. It's, oh, like, okay. very rain. And also, imagine bringing enough stuff for the weekend and it got wet. Oh, that there's so much happened up. to so many people. I And they're so, like... There's you're supposed to leave everything exactly as you found it. Right. So like the people that have even just straight up evacuated, there's going to be like a fossilized burning man camp from this disaster. That's just like <laughs> one petrified fuzzy boot in a can like a fallen tent and be like, this is where it happened. Yeah, they were here. Archaeologists are going to be so confused when they dig that up 100 years from now. Like, what was this society about? My God. This acid tab has been preserved perfectly in the rock. What did Just, they do with these glowing sticks? Is oh it God. an energy device? The stick is perfectly intact. It has not aged at all. It's just like still. <laughs> they crack it and it starts glowing. Yes! <laughs> it's been uncracked for centuries. <laughs> That's so funny. And the worst part of all of this is that, as reported by Chris Rock and UK news outlet The Guardian both, one of the big concerns here, no one can clean or empty the toilets at Burning Man. It's all porta potties. Mm -hmm. Those are a thing that needs manual intervention to be clean and no one can get to them. So now a lot of that mud that people's feet are caked with is probably some poop too. And that's what I was thinking when I saw people like just dancing in the mud. It was like, honey, first off, also electrical cords <laughs> everywhere. Just everywhere. like, like five rows of cords that like a roadie put together, just completely submerged in water almost. And I was just like, uh, this is bare feet, live wires. Like none of this can no! end well. What is going on? It's Woodstock 99 all over again. Yeah. Is that the one? <laughs> this is why I don't go to music so. festivals. Ugh. Okay, Adam, everything in your face is exactly how Chris Rock looks on the back of that open <laughs> Jeep when he's just like, this is why I don't do shit like this. Like, he just has such an old man look on his face where he's like, yeah, the only reason I'm here is because I'm rich and I'm leaving. Like, this is unacceptable. Yeah, that had to they be Diplo's idea, right? Yeah. Yes. Diplo convinced Chris Rock this would be fun. <laughs> and yes. now Chris Rock is like, I don't value our friendship anymore. No, no. He's like, this is why I have to stop 
hanging out with you young bloods trying to because <laughs> i was just thinking not like they're crazy far apart but i doubt they are the same age no and so yeah. i bet chris rock was like i'm going to bernie man let's like have a new experience like i wonder if i heard him speak about this and he was like well this is my third one i'd lose my mind like yeah. there's no way chris rock has been to burning man like or chris rock is a burner shockingly yes! has been the whole time that's the that only thing confusing. that would make this better it's either his first one or he's been every year since like <laughs> 2000 those are the only of the versions i'll accept Every burner I've ever met has been kind of fucked up in some way. Like, and not, and like, not acceptably so. Like a, <laughs> like, like they like hate something too much. Huh. And they, they give very peace on earth, but then they're like kind of the worst about like something weird, like pregnant women. Like it'll just be like, they like hate <laughs> such a specific group of people. And I'm like, what are you? When you said that, I immediately thought of, I don't even know what reality TV show it's from where the guy says he doesn't think birds are real. Yeah. Like oh, she's yeah. talking to the guy and all of a sudden he's like, you know what? I will say birds don't trust them. And you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> Think of that yeah, like, kind of person. Burning Man people could be like the normalest person ever until like mm, three hours into knowing them. They're like, mm, I actually don't believe in gravity. And it's like, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not my kind of crowd. I don't fuck with music festivals in general, but in this like isn't even a music festival. It's just a fucking. It's a tiny town. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. A what do they call it? An experience? Oh, probably. A pop-up nightmare. Yeah. Who knows? I'm sure they call it some highfalutin bullshit. I do feel like I don't know any like burnt people dedicated enough that I would call them burners, but I do I'm know people that have gone like enough times to where the way they speak about it has a bit of an air of like you protest it too much <laughs> because I think they're so used to having to defend it. So like uh, if yeah. it's around that time, they'll be like, oh, I'm going. And they'll be like, oh, we well, actually it's not what people think it is. It's and they just like over explain so long that you're like, I don't know if this is as fun as you think it is anymore. Like they're like, I mean, it's a lot of money and you get really dirty. And, but I mean, it's such a great experience. And it's like, are you talking to yourself now? Like those are the only people I know. Yeah. And they'll be like, but the community. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you could just like, I don't know, volunteer. <laughs> I'm thinking of all of the fallen unicycles just like getting <laughs> slowly rained on. I was thinking of all because what they were you were saying, Adam, about conserving gas and being like there are a lot of gas powered things on out there, but they're just for like zipping around. Like yeah. nobody is on anything that can actually get you anywhere. So I'm imagining someone that like very early on was like, okay, I'm gonna get out of here. But then like <laughs> now they're like 30 miles out from everyone else just on like a gopro powered by weed or something and they're just like oh no yeah they're gonna die for sure every steampunk aesthetic just got a whole lot rustier <laughs> oh my god yes so many goggles are ruined <laughs> and all of this happened after climate protesters blocked the entrance to the burning this was the scary part to me whoa wait what did they do they were protesting what they view as the consumerism 
and environmentally detrimental impact of Burning Man uh-huh. was a coalition of individual activists operating under the name Seven Circles Alliance. And they basically chained themselves to a trailer in the one road that goes in and out of Burning Man. Okay. And held signs that said, abolish capitalism and Mother Earth needs our help. And of course, this turned into police violence. Fun twist tribal police violence this time because hey still cops a cab baby peace on earth and uh they did big violence i watched the video and i was like whoa yeah they were they were rough with these protesters that's for sure the group that formed the protest put out a statement and accused a tribal ranger of pointing a gun at them and saying i'm going to take you all out but he didn't so that's good we're sitting peacefully on a big like wooden sign they made that like said like um i think mother earth needs our help and it was like a big earth or something and you see this park ranger in his pickup truck just drive down this road blast through the sign without any regard to like the people around it this Uh girl like that was sitting on this like truck bed thing near it like kind of gets thrown a little bit and then he spins around jumps out of the car and is like everybody get the fuck on the ground and throws this girl to the ground and fucking knee to neck like immediately and i was like it was like wait park rangers do that (laughs) yeah i was like i didn't know they trained park i thought park rangers like tranked bears and like relocated them and like put tags Dog, I was like thrown out and they were like, we're nonviolent. We have no weapons. They're like uh-huh. screaming that. And he's just like, and they're just blocking a road. They could have easily just not. And yeah, people who were attending Burning Man started calling the cops and claiming the protesters had weapons also, which they did not. And you know, what's really funny is that's what I was going to say is like, you would think that Burning Man people would potentially be some of the best people to be met with a protest like this, where they would be like, yeah, the environment. Yeah. Like, honestly, I see your point. Like either come join us or I'll give you Venmo. You like $500 to let us pass. Like all these people have so so many, these people have so much money that that's like their whole shit. Yeah. But also, isn't it open desert? Couldn't they just drive around? I have a bad visual of what the entrance <laughs> of Burning no, Man is. No, I feel be. so similarly to it because the road is so easily driven around that the park ranger could have been like, I'm not going to blast through this sign. I'm going to pull oh, up in the sand right to. fucking here. Yeah. He wanted to have his desert diehard moment. And he was like, I'm going to blow through this sign and crazy. crack some hippie skulls. It's crazy to the level that one of the people experiencing violence turns around to the person filming and goes, did someone get that? (laughs) Like, that's how crazy it is that they're like, please tell me that that was real and I can watch it back. I hate that. I had to break the fourth wall mid police assault, but you get this shit? (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking insane. And I guess like their point is valid. Like it is not good for the environment to have a quick 80,000 people pop up town in the middle of nowhere. That's how many people go? And the whole time burning stuff the whole time. 
Okay, first off, did not realize that's how big Burning Man was. Yeah. 80,000 yeah. people? Yeah, a big town. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That is a lot of like gas power and everything going. And I'm sure there's like motorcades of just like neon lights, like EDMing their way into. Oh my yeah. goodness. So I guess it like fucks up the playa badly for oh. months afterwards in theory but i don't know i didn't look into any of the science Ooh. behind these people that got violenced well i want to look it up only because i thought that was their whole thing as burning man was me too like, i feel yeah. like you and i talked to a burner you at that art here. thing at that art thing who was so remember the guy who was collecting cutting boards yes yes i so do remember that cutting guy. board guy was like super, super into environmental stuff, but was also a burner and like told us all about how they work towards environmental stuff be like via Burning Man. And so I was very confused as well. Well, national mm. parks in general, and I don't know if where Burning Man happens is technically a national park. It might be, but they have a leave no trace rule where there you're supposed to like leave the area as it was when you got there like no one right. should be able to tell that you showed up and right. that's supposed to be the case at burning man too but i feel like there's no fucking way that they well, leave no you trace can't every take year. account into trace of gas from burning chemicals right. yeah. and there's too many people there's you can't take eighty thousand people anywhere and be like this never happened like, <laughs> that's true i didn't realize it was that big never there's saw so us yeah well even what adam was saying about the porter potties if a porter potty was somewhere for a week, you know, Ooh, regardless, yeah. like for a long weekend, you'll be like, Someone there was a porter potty over there. Like, oh, there's like a stinky ghost right here. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I feel <laughs> a shit spirit <laughs> <laughs> has been near here recently. So do we have any final thoughts on Burning Man? Because we're supposed to be talking about good international news. Burning Man. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I mean, I mean, good international news for everyone else is that the United States continues to do insane stuff to burn itself down. Yes, that's that's good. And news. I would I would say that burners say that this counts because they are, in fact, citizens of the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jen just, I just deep pull. I just upset Jen physically. <laughs> I started to pull my face off. You guys can't see, but I don't have skin on my face anymore. I pulled it off like a cartoon and threw it away. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So let's talk about some international news like this village in the UK that has decided, hey, we don't really need the police after all. Which, I love that for them. Yeah, that's that's news I can get behind. It's a village in the UK called Lindhurst, which is obviously in New Forest. I didn't need to tell anyone that. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. If you don't fucking know about Lindhurst and New Forest, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you even listening to this podcast if that's the case? Idiot. Idiot. Most of your <laughs> listeners are in Lindhurst. Yes. Yes. Specifically <laughs> in Lindhurst. <laughs> Shout out. Lindhurst based fan base. <laughs> and they have decided to stop involving the police in crimes like shoplifting 
and whatnot. And their concern is, you know, the police don't do anything. A few months ago, it was (laughs) revealed that Lindhurst had the most unsolved burglaries in the entire UK with 84 outstanding on the books. Not a single burglary has been solved there for three years. So it's the cops. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I hands the fuck say. down. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say. And this is in a country that is just coated with surveillance cameras. Like they are everywhere in England and they have been for a long, long time. Right. So the police could probably do something, but they just don't. There's a quote from a shopkeeper in the article. A level of basic interest from the police would be nice, in it? You added the in it. I do want to say. Well, yeah, because they left it off the quote. You know it was there. I don't don't know if that makes sense there. (laughs) In it. You might as well said, like, spot of tea or something afterwards. Like, Jesus. Sure. Why not? It would have been like. Those all mean the same thing. Dr. Holmes. (laughs) It also says in brackets, pip, pip, cheerio, for whatever reason. Um, It's me, Harry. A level of basic interest from the police would be nice. Voldemort, Voldemort. Yeah. It's a quote from a chimney sweep. <laughs> Voldemort, Voldemort. <laughs> oh my god, that is the most polite way I've ever heard cops ain't shit though. Yeah, yeah. It's a quote from a shop owner who recently had two items stolen from her antique store, and instead of going to the police, she just posted on social media and was like, "Hey, I would like those back. If you know who stole them, please get it back to me." And the items were returned a few days wow. later. And that's when the police stepped in and were like, hey, want us to go bust some heads now that you know who stole it? It's and- them, and they're just playing a high-stakes game of who can steal the stupidest thing. Why are we stealing antiques? <laughs> to is- me, that seems so sketchy and fragile. This what, is like, a someone frat. dared them. Exactly. This is a <laughs> frat. Someone had to get up at 4 a.m. in their underwear and steal a teapot. And now they're just wasting <laughs> government money on it. <laughs> After it was a they solved stick their- dare. But that's what that's what people are starting to do here as shop owners. Like if you follow a store that you just like, they'll just like post their closed circuit and be like, hey, we got robbed yesterday. Let us know if you know this person. Yeah. And just be like, we're just going to do it this way. Yeah. This is another quote. We very rarely bother the police. We don't need them. We have developed our own little systems to replace them. And on the one hand, cool. But also that kind of shit, like vigilante justice turns into vigilante violence pretty easy. Mm -hmm. And that's whenever people here start talking about that, I'm like, yeah, but you remember the guardian angels, right? Like (laughs) (laughs) normally the people that decide to take charge and be like, I got this are very rarely like... Or yeah, what's stay, their fucking deal? When they stay like or pow like power naturally does that to people. Yeah. We just need to rotate people out. No one can think that they're in charge of keeping people safe for more than like six months. Shit gets wonky. Like how many sixth grade experiments do we have to do before we realize that this is just how our brains are built and we haven't yes. evolved past this yet? <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We can't We're handle the power. It. it makes people mean. You can't be in a living situation with someone 
someone that's like subordinate without becoming a dick or at least checking yourself on it for probably like eight hours. Like it is a natural yeah. innate thing of like who you do or don't as like. As soon as being in charge happens. Yes. Like, yes. And you start to <laughs> resent all of those like embedded things that we definitely don't talk about on the level of people that are like armed and in charge of handcuffs and stuff that's definitely happening in their brains every day. And we just let them do it for like 20 years at a time and expect no prejudices to form or like ideas of people as a whole, as a society that they even start to not see themselves be a part of anymore. I love the phrase in charge of handcuffs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that loops yeah. every, everyone in that is in All charge of handcuffs and stuff. Get checked. Yes. Get yourself checked. If you have handcuffs you're in charge of, yep. figure that out. Doms, yeah. you got to switch it out too sometimes. Like every, yep. Yep. Do, every, every dom should have to sub once every Pro six switch months. society. Yeah. <laughs> I'm generally wary of anyone who like acts like a cop but isn't a cop because that's just like a frustrated cop that's someone who like always talking about lately yeah and this people who are big dogging everybody who are you big dogging for yeah also though this story i think it feels like it has a little bit of defund the police stink on it and by that i mean that thing where cops are in their feelings right now because people want to give them less money so they're like all right we're just not going to do anything Mm -hmm. and it's like oh you think that's going to make us want to keep you motherfuckers Mm -hmm. like not well not real power trip shit well i wonder what kinds of crimes because it does also sound like a small place not to judge but it may be smaller where people are like yeah we figured out little systems to like solve our own petty crimes but also has anyone seen my son yeah like i'm waiting for like because that's like oh that does prove that i feel like the police are wildly ineffective that they can't find like people are solving their own petty thefts and then they're like oh we got it like clearly you're not doing your job but also like i wonder what the murder rate is in this place and if they don't have those kinds of problems as readily so they're like it's easier to be like yeah we don't need you because you're not like helping people's cats get out of trees even (laughs) so who cares about you but they also don't have someone like bleeding out on their porch because like there was a break-in or something (laughs) someone stole a crystal goblet and they were like (laughs) yeah they were like this is fucking I've had quite enough of this crime. Yeah. They're like, this is the last fucking straw. I'll tell you what I do not fancy is petty theft, which like, Hey, nip it in the butt. But I wonder if they have police elsewhere that take care of bigger things or if they're very lucky and they just don't have like super gnarly things. Yeah, Yeah. 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 No violent crimes. Also, I do just love a choice to steal something that's fragile. That seems so hard. Like I heard about people stealing eggs once, like not in a carton, like just like a singular Uh, egg. And I was like, how do you even fucking begin to steal something like that? I mean, it, cargo pockets yeah that's a thing you just do for the challenge y2k egg theft is coming back (laughs) also right like also i think jen stole the antiques from this store (laughs) oh yeah that could very well be 
just based on your excitement. But I yeah, mean, I mean, seems fun to try. <laughs> I, I mean, I like our versions of this that are more intense, where they're like, "Hey, we sent a bunch of sh- social workers on calls to the bay, and like seventy percent of them were nonviolent, like watching numbers." drop drastically when we just involve people that like have any kind of background in mental health or helping people at all so i do think there's something to be said about like being like hey we would normally call this number let's call anyone else and see if we get a better result and being like oh yeah maybe we should have a number for like emergency social workers or like whatever yeah and that should absolutely be a thing and that's what's so frustrating about the defund the police thing like it's so misunderstood people don't i mean there are no they don't get it in instances there are people where it's just like straight up abolish the police and hey Mm -hmm. i'm listening to that too but like defund the police it doesn't like the lapd lost something like 150 million dollars in funding and got so salty over it Mm -hmm. but their budget is like over a billion dollars a year Right. Like Like they're only focusing on what they're losing. And then like Jen was saying before, they'll be like, oh, well, you know what's going to get cut first? Rape kits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Because a surprise, surprise. That's where like, oh, oopsie. That's where we had to make cut. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of that thing going around where cops are just Mm -hmm. like, well, if you want to take money from us, we're just not going to do anything. Right. And like, there's all these smash and grab robberies that are happening yep. in LA and in San uh-huh. Francisco. And on the one hand, I'm sure the cops are like, hey, what do you want us to do about it? Like we we're not there when it happens. It's like, well then how come Instagram is like, there are 50 Instagram accounts that are just videos of people committing smash and grab robberies. Mm-hmm. I saw a video yeah. the other day where someone was in a car next to a group of people who were clearly about to go fuck up a department store. And it's like, if social media can catch them, the police could too. They oh, just absolutely. Don't but that's all. It. Yeah. And that's all private. Cause it's like, do I care that Louie got ransacked? Never a day in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Could not pay me to lift an eyelid. So it's like, they're going to be like, yeah, even if it's to offset the money that they aren't getting from us as citizens anymore, it's going to be like, yeah, Nordstrom pay us to sit on duty somewhere nearby and then they're just going to privatize it and we're just going to have an another tier of the weird rent cops we already yeah. have like those funny ambulances yeah we're they're just like- going to be like at half the ready and it's going to be like okay this barely trained guy that you know they paid to sit outside of Balenciaga in case they get smashed and grabbed. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Is they're yeah. going to be like, okay, well, you can pay us as a private company to People like are do gonna start getting shot, security. basically. Yeah. Oh, they already are. And also, so in Chicago, there's been teen takeovers that I've seen lately, which is fucking hilarious because it'll be like an entire class of teenagers and they'll fucking be like this 7-Eleven tonight all of it let's go all like 200 of us or whatever the fuck and they'll just take everything Whoa. so fast so fast and you can and never like, stop hundreds of children scale. yeah <laughs> oh my god it's like lord of the flies and they're like kids and so like cops are so fucking disarmed by that and like they're too fast so Which by the time is... the cops even get called they're gone 
Yeah. Right. And so like I was about to say they'll like, maybe... fuck up a 17-year-old for sure, but they can't catch them, so that's fair. <laughs> exactly. They're kids, so they're fast and they're like already organized from school. You know, they're like this is what we're doing today. So like out of like maybe the 2 to 500 of them, like maybe 40 will get like arrested. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. saw the wildest video yesterday. It's from 2021 cuz I like researched it a little, but it was in San Francisco traffic and these people were about to get on the freeway and traffic was really congested. And this Mercedes just pulls up next to him. A dude hops out, smashes the back of their window and steals whatever was in the back of their car and just gets in and fucking took off. They got robbed Whoa. in traffic. Oh my God. And it was terrifying and also one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like, that's, that's the thing about crime is it can be so cool looking <laughs> yes that's it's, crazy though yeah it's terrifying like san francisco right now you really don't want to keep your shit say, in plain sight in your car you cannot have anything visible in a car no i no. keep like, seeing stuff about like your, how i have to keep my fanny pack on my chest in the car and san Fr like i had a red yeah. car with nothing in it nothing in it and they smashed my back window to look in the trunk and I was directly in front of the door of a apartment building. So like that person could not have been more well lit or on camera. And I still think a lot of it is police just actively not. I know actively not doing anything is a weird way to say it, but mm -hmm. I think there is some intentional a deliberate inaction. Yeah. Like. Yeah, they're like, we're not going to do stuff for citizens when citizens don't care about us. And it's like, are we dating? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, when when did you not have to do your job because people are mad? Yeah. It's like, tell anyone mad. that at Starbucks. The only yeah. people that would maybe go to work in that in any industry <laughs> would be people that work at Chick-fil-A. And that's because they're doing it for God. Nobody is appreciated at work. You fucking assholes. Like yeah. you eat shit all day. And your thanks is that you get to eat. They've yeah. had a like everyone else. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, so mm -hmm. we're supposed to just do our jobs regardless of how people feel about it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what everyone else has been doing this entire time. You little fucking dildo. It's like doctors keep people alive and they will have an entire family cuss them out and tell them that they know how to do their job better and they just have to like go pull out another gallbladder. Yeah. Ton like most of the people that you quote unquote will call heroes have gotten spit in their faces at least once by an ignorant person that they had yeah. to be yes. like, yep, took an oath to keep this asshole safe. Like, Hands what down yeah uh, ab. So, so it's like yeah it's like a change in mentality of like being exalted for so long that now you think that that is what yeah you think you're special that's mm -hmm. so it's so absolutely they but they really special. do they do yeah, they've been told so for so long yeah yeah so let's talk about a slightly more heartwarming story out of the uk <laughs> a trial has been happening in senior care facilities in the UK where patients suffering from dementia are paired with robot cats and dogs for companionship purposes. And here's the thing. I want one of these little dogs because my cat is way too territorial for us to get a dog 
right now. She will murder that dog. But I wouldn't mind like testing the waters and getting a little robot dog, see how she handles it. She seems to be warming up to the Roomba. That's like having a pet. I'm going to be honest. I'm scared. You'd have to have dementia to be. Yeah. To feel. <laughs> to feel companionship from these cats and dogs i'm kind of fucked up about it because it kind of feels weirdly gaslighty it looks well, they almost they look like pound puppies like they're slightly more realistic than a pound puppy if anybody remembers that toy that had puppies inside of it yeah. and you would see how many puppies you got it looks yeah. almost like one of those well they make it pretty clear in the article that none of these people like think these are real okay things. Okay. Like they're not doing. They're not. They're not like showing up. Like Grandma, I mean, we got you a puppy. I didn't know what dementia we were talking. <laughs> yeah, and it's not. Well, I guess just, it makes sense because it's way less to take care of a robot. Yeah, and also okay. if they snap on some dementia shit and hurt that little little animal, uh, yeah. it's just a robot. Which I didn't put it in the notes, but there were some instances of that too, where like some of the animals turned up with no limbs. And they were like, what? what happened? One person put it in the toilet and pissed on it. Oh, uh, no. And even then, like, imagine if that was a real puppy and you heard that. That's what I mean. Okay, That's so insane. I'm very pro these robot pets, whatever. <laughs> what? It looks, oh, no. Okay, this is, does anyone else remember this? Which, oh, no, actually, they still have them because I saw them at the mall the other day. The dog that just barks and then does a backflip. Yes, yes. They're like bigger yes. versions of that. I truly saw a lady who definitely had dementia at the mall food court with one of those, and she just <gasps> was having the fucking time of her life with really? it on the table. Yeah. Was she by herself? And it was really annoying to be near because that thing just does the same thing over and over and over and over, and it like does the one bark. But it was really cute also. Oh, my gosh, because that's what I was going to ask. Like, is, it, is the sound based on a timer or them petting it or well with these the dog version if you like approach it it'll like give you a playful little bark like they respond to your energy kind of and if you calm down the toy calms down oh wow but what i okay. love is that they pointed out that the cats are a little more random because they want them to be like real cats. Yeah, so, cats do whatever the cute. fuck they want. Imagine you're cats just, don't give a shit about your dementia. Imagine you're just chilling and your robot cat gets the fucking zoomies and starts <laughs> running around the room. Oh my gosh, that's very funny and I respect the accuracy. That would be terrifying and I would love to see it so much. A representative for one of the facilities cute. says the effect on patients, especially when they're distressed, has been, quote, almost magical research in care homes using the pets conducted by Plymouth University found decreased neuropsychiatric symptoms such as delusions, depression, anxiety, elation, apathy, and occupational disruptiveness for residents with robot pets. And what's interesting is this is just a fucking toy. It's a toy that Hasbro made. And at one point they were reading product reviews and like 20% of them because they made this for kids. Oh, wow. So it like were, found this niche on its own. Yeah, they were, they were reading oh. product reviews and like 20% of them were people saying like, actually I bought this for my elderly oh my god and she loves it that's, that's so cute. cute yeah this is a quote there was an increasing desire for older adults to have more fun play and joy and this need for more companionship caused by this epidemic of loneliness even before the pandemic that's ted fisher 
from Hasbro. We all know Ted. Shout out to Ted. Hell yeah, Ted. We don't know Ted. <laughs> I love Ted. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> Ted owes me $500. So Ted, that's so like him, though. <laughs> Ugh. Vintage Ted. <laughs> Classic Ted. I heard someone say that on a crime show the other day, and it made me laugh really hard. What? Like he was Ted? Ted? he was talking about like a serial murderer and rapist and he was like it was just cla- a classic Dennis and I didn't know he said it was vintage <laughs> Dennis and it was so funny to hear like a salt and pepper detective use something that a TikToker would also use he was just like vintage <laughs> Dennis and I was like who told him to say that definitely a child it was very funny all right let's talk about India shall we okay yeah. India is another country that is not the United States. And uh, they have been fucking with space a lot lately. Good. Yeah. They uh, just went to the moon back in August. They launched a successful unmanned. With people? No, unmanned. Because if you've seen the documentary Apollo 19, the last time man went to the moon, there we found out the space rocks are actually spider monsters that get inside your space suit and then you die mm. and you kill oh, everyone forgot. on the ship with you. I forgot that. Yeah. 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 So I fucking love Apollo 19 so much. Everyone hates that movie and I love it so much. That's not what happens, right? No. Apollo 19 was a found footage horror movie about an alleged space mission where we got fucked up by rock. I want to see that. That sounds very funny. It's very I'm good. Get board. really high first. And then. Yes. Done and done. Yeah, I love Damn, it. I guess I thought I had seen that movie and I don't remember that movie. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Jen thinking of Armageddon and being like, I did not. That movie did not end the way I thought it did. <laughs> I I don't recall. And also most times when I'm watching an action movie that is in space, I'm asleep so fast because as soon as they're in space, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I'm just not into action movies anymore. Like they make me sleep. It's so weird. Yeah, I weirdly find most action movies to be very boring now. Like, like that the wasn't always, the always case, predictable. Fast Ten though was pretty fun. I mean, the Fast and the Furious movies—that's a different thing. That's a different thing. So India, India—they they went to the moon. They've been fucking around in space a bunch, and now they are launching a mission to the sun which when i first heard that i was like you can't do that you can't go to the sun what are you talking about i'm alarmed (laughs) too hot yeah guys what are you making it out of fire and like i know it's hot in india (laughs) but spaceship made of fire (laughs) (laughs) like i I, how how else are you doing that that? sounds like how a five-year-old would be like oh well they must make it out of fire that's the only thing (laughs) that can withstand the sun I don't know what else could. Like how planes should just be made out of the black box material that's indestructible. If it's going to the sun, if it's not made out of fire, what is it made out of? Water? (laughs) But then it would just turn into fucking gas. Then you're dealing with a whole different chemical. I don't think it's going to happen. He didn't get to the bullet point yet where this space expedition is funded by Captain Planet. Right. So... (laughs) okay well then all right so yeah when i first saw that i was like what the fuck do you mean you're going to the sun but they're not gonna land say more india they're not gonna land on the sun obviously okay they are just going to orbit from a safe distance or they're just gonna cruise 
Which at least is, what they hope is a safe distance, I'm guessing. They're, they're going to sun and chill. <laughs> this seems like so many f- melt expeditions. I was just going to say, it seems like they're going to see how close you can get to the sun. And then yes. it's going to melt and they're going to be like, we found it. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, the mission's going to take four months. Apparently, lots of other countries have launched similar missions but if this one is successful it will be the first by any asian nation to okay. be placed in orbit around the sun and have we been to the sun i don't not as people but like have we have we hovered around the sun i feel like that's something we should know well the, Maybe we should have so been talking stressed about, about this i'm so, i know this was supposed to be good news i'm so stressed about it Cause like how frequently are we sending stuff to just melt in the sun's orbit? And I haven't even heard about it. We're going to have a big orbit of melt. Oh, I got really stressed when I figured out how many satellites Elon has in orbit right now. Too many. Nobody's regulating it. So many satellites. So that's what I was thinking of when you said the sun. I was like, there's so much garbage in the sky how right do we now. Even get through the sky garbage to get to the sun. Okay. So the U.S. currently has a thing in the sky called the Parker Solar Probe. And it is on a mission to quote, touch the sun. Over seven years, it will complete 24 orbits around the sun. So big fucking deal, India. Straight up, straight up fourth grade style. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. 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 And then then run away. Because we have a crush on the sun. We do have a crush on the sun. Leave the sun a note and put yes, no, or maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, are you going to kill us all soon? (laughs) Yes, no, or maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh, sun. You flirt. See, the the thing about it, the sun's very far from us. Like, it looks huge. And it is. And that's why... looks so huge in the sky because it is, but it's also a long, long, long ways away. This India mission, the vessel making the journey is called the Aditya, A-D-I-T-Y-A. I I probably pronounced that wrong, which is the name of the Hindu sun deity. And it will- Some DJ is going to steal that. Oh, absolutely. Probably already (laughs) has. Yeah. It's going to travel 1.5 million kilometers, which is 930,000 real miles. Wow. And that's still only 1% of the distance between the Earth and the sun. So Wait, it's still what percent? 1%. So Oh my gosh. So people go to the sun the way Richard Branson went to space, which is he went to like the edge of space and was like, oh. I'm good. Let's go back down. It's fine. Which honestly, smart man. Yeah. I'm not trying to go up there. And yeah, yeah. I feel like by the time we are fucking around in space, we're going to like, as just the public, we're going to get up there and expect that it's just going to be like pristine and beautiful. And it's going to be the, full of trash. Yeah. The truth is it's just going to be space garbage flying. It's going to be the oh. ocean without gravity. Just <laughs> yeah. junk floating around. Uh. We've oh, already so got started on a garbage patch up there too. Yeah. Oh the only thing I'm hoping God. is that most people wouldn't like space. I don't think I would that like they would space. be too alone with their own thoughts and be like, this sucks and go back it's to me with camping. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No one will take certain people there because they're like, you just won't be yeah. good there. <laughs> can you imagine Amanda in space? Oh my God. Yeah. She can. <laughs> yeah. The thing to 
keep in mind when it comes to that thing where we're all living in space. I watched a, there's a YouTube or a Netflix series that I bring up all the time that was called Evacuating Earth. And it's very hard to find now. I don't think I've been able to find it since, but it was a documentary series about this scenario where we as a planet know we have 70 years left. There's a neutron star coming toward us and we know there's no stopping it. When it hits, we're all going to die. So we have 70 years to plan. And that seems like a lot of time to save all of us. And yes, it's a lot of time to save all of us, but all of us is going to mean like the 200,000 people who are most able to like repopulate society in space. The rest of us are just going to die here when that neutron star hits. Yeah. That's well, even when you said gen pop in space, I immediately just thought of Patton Oswald's old joke about flying when he's like, I'm going to take the rocket bus to Galveston. <laughs> like That's what I think would be the people that would think they're going to space and it would be like, oh, honey, no. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, not have a spot on the rocket ship. Yeah, it was as depicted in that documentary series. It was pretty fucking wild. You had to like fill out a survey and then the government would let you know if you got. And you know, people would cheat. Oh, yeah. People would cheat. People would lie immediately because when you said 70 years, it's like, yeah, that is an entire lifetime for even someone that's born. You know what I mean? When we get the news. Yeah. Yeah. People would immediately default again the the state uh that we're at an evolution we most of us do not have the ego to be like you know what probably not gonna be me I'm just gonna fill out this questionnaire yeah yeah li- live the time i like, got left it has to be me exactly we are going to day one start weaseling and cheating and clawing our way to being you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'd just be like, can you keep me alive long enough so I can see it? Like, I just want to see it. That'd be fine with me from right now. I want to see if I made it to be a whole that time to cope with it. If I I got another 70 years and then I was like a hundred something and it was just white ash, (laughs) that'd be sick as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Try to catch it when it lands. Just elbowing some old friend, be like, "Hey, hey, look, you see this shit? Baseball glove on. We're gonna it's do. Right here. We're gonna see it. Oh, I would. Be, everyone would say something dumb so right before being like, "Gross, did you fart, white ash?" Just <laughs> yeah. like, amazing. oh, that would be fun. That's the future we all want. <laughs> so good I'm luck, India. I made myself old, but I'm still. I'm still on board for the 70 years. Have, have, yeah, we're both like, we're all like, maybe just we don't go on the spacecraft. Maybe we stay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm staying. That's the Watch humility I think most of us lack for that scenario to not be mass I'm not chaos. Space important. <laughs> that becomes, there's like full like TikTok videos about how to make yourself the most space eligible. Yeah. <laughs> Are you eligible enough for space? <laughs> so, I, would get, I would get ads for core classes that are strictly spa- like space-based workouts. <laughs> so good luck on your trip to the sun, India. I don't like how fast it's going, but okay. Yeah. And also- Four months to the sun? Why, why is it that fast? How no, they're not, they're not getting of? there in four months. They're staying- What are you, my dad driving months. to Baltimore? Yeah, this just is the like, worst Uber driver. They're yeah, just no, taking they're, they're dodos. They're staying for four months. They're not they're staying for four months. How long does it take to get there? Probably a very, very long time. 
Oh, okay, even good. Than I was months. so stressed about what they were shooting that shit out of that yeah. would make it that fast. Also, this is also an unmanned vessel. There's not going to be people flying this close to the sun. Right. Also, I like that in Jen's head, rockets take off by like you basically tamp them down a giant t-shirt gun. Yeah. And like, however, whatever velocity you get off jump is what you have to propel you through space. <laughs> no, I know there's orbits and out. shit and all kinds of shit, but like no. you got to have a pretty start accelerating rate. No, I like that visual. Ever going that fast. No, you're right. I think it's like when you're on a long airplane flight where you're like, I know I'm going fast, but this feels so slow uh, because I've yeah. been up here for so no, long. From everything no, I've ever read, going to space is jets. not like that at all. You know how fucking fast you're going. But you never get used to it? Probably not. I don't think we go to okay. space enough to get used to it. I mean, not like uh, like over time. Like it would feel crazy when you're like launching, but then do you get used Once to you're like- in an orbit? Yeah. Well, I when you're in you orbit, you're not moving. You're the way circling you're something. Yeah. Then you're just kind of like floating for a while. You're like at a certain velocity. So yeah. it probably feels whatever. So India, good luck with your trip to the sun. And also good luck with your slide into fascism, which has been happening oh. for the past yeah, like 10 years or so. People don't, Ruh -roh. people don't realize it, but India is kind of a right wing nightmare right now they join are, the club india yeah they're governed by a dude named narendra modi and his party oh, yeah. the baratia janata party bjp for short the bj party i like that i get why people Play. are so excited to join but then they get there and find out nope we just hate muslims it's none of that other fun oh, stuff you were thinking. it's always bigotry with good acronyms yeah they've won three straight elections on a heavily Hindu nationalist platform that has coincided with a rise in violence against Muslims mm -hmm. in the country. We did an episode of another podcast at one point about how on WhatsApp in India, there were rumors circulating that people were eating beef and it would end in vigilantes going to those towns and murdering people who were accused of eating beef. And it was oh my gosh, like rampant violence against Muslims. And Narendra Modi was like, eh, that's who we are now as a country. What? I know it's weird to bring this up on a good news episode, but we're getting there. The good news is that India's opposition parties, which there are apparently 28 opposition parties, they have all decided to band together in the next election to fight Narendra Modi and the BJP. They formed a block called the Indian National Development Inclusive Alliance, or India for short. How clever is that? Whoa. With the goal being to set up a direct fight by putting one contestant against a BJP candidate in each voting district. And they're going to challenge those candidates on the BJP party's economic record, rising unemployment, and a host of other domestic problems including that thing where Muslims are getting killed in the street for eating beef and things of the That's like. That's absurd. Also, like, the kind of thing that you could just say about somebody and not really have to prove it. That's what I was – it's like if you just read that on Nextdoor and then someone – and, it like, they were just, like, low-key swatting each other. That's crazy. Like, citizen app style, yes. this person's eating beef. Well, that's what it was. A lot, in a lot nuts. of cases, it was people more like – 
settling scores they had with people. Right. That's like what mean teenagers do. It's not unlike what happened in the Philippines with Rodrigo Duterte, who put this like anti-drug program in place when he took office. And he was like, look, if we find out you're using drugs or selling drugs, you're either going to jail or you're going to get murdered. And people eventually just started like accusing people they had problems with of being drug dealers oh, and those people get, get fucking shot in the streets. And Damn. yeah, it was a very similar thing in India where they would just throw accusations around about Muslim people on WhatsApp and those people would get fucking lynched. Oh my gosh. And so, yeah, now they're, they're going to hopefully fight against that system in India would be cool if we could do something like that here, but absolutely no chance. Like we only have the two parties that matter. So, Oh my God. It's so stupid. We suck. We do suck. We're the bad place. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty bad. All right. We suck. <laughs> that was just enough of a beat for me to know that it was real in your head. <laughs> the suck. Two syllable suck. All right. Let's close out by talking about some international sports stories. This okay. First one, this first one is kind of more American news, but it happened at an international competition. So good enough. American track and field athlete Shikari Richardson, for one, pulled off a huge upset and defeated her opponents from Jamaica to win the 100 meter world title at the World Athletics Championship in Budapest. And the reason this is a feel good story is Shikari Richardson was all set to participate in the 2021 Olympics in Tokyo. And a week before the trials happened, her mother died and she got sad and smoked weed over it. And of course that weed turned up in a drug test before the Olympic competition. And she was banned from the 2020 Olympics because you know how marijuana makes you run really fast. <laughs> you wouldn't want a contestant out there high and getting that. Some would up. argue that it's a performance dehancing drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's uh, very, <laughs> it's very much like her testing positive for alcohol. And they're like, no, you can't participate in the Olympics. It's like, this is just party stuff. It's not performance enhancing, but she probably just wanted to go to sleep. I mean, she was sad. Her mom died. Sad. Like, yeah. yeah. And the thing with weed is it stays in your system for such a long time. Yep. It's so just like, she probably, I spoke. know when she took that test, she knew she was going to pop and was like, fuck. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I felt the same way applying for a job at an apartment complex. So I can't imagine how I'd feel knowing that, that she was going to pop on an Olympic test. Idea that you'd need to tr drug test someone to work in an apartment complex is the mind blowingest part of that story. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Or even that why? the Olympics are testing for marijuana is nuts. Like, yeah, why? I don't. Well, they are they just testing for everything? Maybe, but I they guess. don't have like they're to. just running the gauntlet. Yeah, like they don't but, have to though. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think any professional sports leagues in the United States anymore test for marijuana. Maybe the NFL, but like the NBA hasn't for a long time. Like that. Uh, okay. Fucking uphill battle there. Okay. And I think yeah, no one would ever play ever. 
Yeah. And I think major league yeah. baseball hasn't, I maybe has never tested for it. Cause like, yeah, go get high and try to play baseball. Motherfucker. That's not going to help you <laughs> whatsoever. Like hitting yeah, a baseball. If you're better at it high, then you're just amazing. Yeah. Hitting a baseball is probably the hardest thing to do in sports. Like you're not <laughs> going to get stoned and do that shit. That's, that's amphetamines time as well. We've got Johnson in the outfield barking for a hot dog from the stands. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is a very famous story of a pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates back in the 70s. Doc? Yeah, Doc. Yeah. Is it Doc Ellis? Yeah, I have a joke about him yeah. <laughs> doing this. <laughs> he showed up at the stadium one day not expecting to pitch because it wasn't his time to pitch. And so uh, he got a little fucked up on acid beforehand and was like, oh, I'm going to have joking? a chill time at the game. And really got there and they were like, acid. hey, you're pitching today, by the way. And he was like, oh, okay, I'm high on acid. And that motherfucker threw a no hitter. It is one of the most enjoyable sports stories of all time. He threw a no hitter so goddamn high on acid. And there's acid is like that. And it's like, it's very fun and uplifting. But if the other team knew, I wonder if they would have tried to argue that it wasn't like, oh, he pitched so well on acid that he shouldn't have been allowed to be on acid. Yeah, I wonder if he ever tried. You know what I mean? I wonder yeah. if they would have been pissed and been like, well, that's not fair. And you would have been like, how? <laughs> and they would be like, I don't know, but it's bullshit. Like, just because you're adding the added factor that yeah. is just supposed to be you out there is immediately because that's the thing is I can see this turning into, well, may, as racist and weird as the Olympics were because they also ejected sober women for just having too much natural natural testosterone in their body so yes. like they're clearly on some shit but i can see them getting to the point where they're like well you're not allowed to smoke because it does help some people in whatever way that it helps you as an athlete whether it's focus or whatever like you are yeah. not allowed to be high like which is so dumb yeah. why don't they just let I'm everyone just do whatever they argument. want but here's the thing, and this is me being a huge fucking dork and also probably just being a black woman in America, but, like, I was so sad when that happened and I still follow Shikari. I've, like, been liking all the photos of her, like, with uh her and all of the women from Jamaica all, like, hugging each other and smiling after that yeah. win that she had. Uh, but I was also like, you knew what it was. Why did you even fly over there? You knew you had smoked. You were just hoping you weren't going to get pop. And people were like, this isn't fair. And it's like, it's unfair that they still test, but they do still test. And it's the Olympics. Like, of course, they were going to kick you out. I just yeah. wasn't surprised at the outcome. Like, people were being mad where they were like, man, rules. And it was like, yeah, rules. Your ass can't run. That's why you run everywhere else now and like still make money. But like, yeah, you wanted to be in the Olympics. That's what yeah. Olympians do. They stay sober and fuck like animals because that's the only <laughs> thing that they're allowed to do there. Like, I mean, I had not considered that that would probably be the case. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of fucking at the Olympic Village. That is yeah, crazy. that's all they yeah. give them. That's those all tiny beds like Gatorade and condoms. But like, that's all you're allowed <laughs> to do when you're focused. Imagine on you get like, a sex injury at the Olympics and oh have my to God. go. You know how many hammies they probably they're just like. Charlie horsing <laughs> after everything. Yeah. The only sport where I can see marijuana helping 
And there is a rumor that former NFL quarterback Dan Marino got high before every game. Like that's that is a rumor that's uh, out there on the books. And I could the, see throw ball be easier high. Well, the thinking it's not so much it's not so much throwing. It's that playing quarterback, you have to make so many split decisions about things that are happening really fast around. Uh huh. Like a quarterback has four or five different options for where to throw mm-hmm. the ball. But you have to be able to look at each one and in that moment decide, is this where I go? Is this where I go? And the thinking was weed like really slows the game down for you where if you're in that moment. So he's seeing it like a fly. Yeah. Like, Uh like he's just like hyper focused. And again, not to say like I agree with it, but I absolutely can see them starting to make those kind of arguments yeah. for athletes being able to yeah do or yeah, not being do like whatever it is performing enhancing because only because them. we also don't fucking them on that larger scale all they do is end up at well we don't really know what marijuana does to the brain everybody's different like snowflakes like they're not yeah. going to be able to say what it is or isn't doing for anyone's brain so i mean it's bullshit but also like i'm like those are the rules that they have in place. Like if you think it's bullshit, don't waste all that time trying to go to the Olympics. Yeah. That's I don't also know. True. I'm, I'm just, a, I'm just shitty for rules where I'm like, not that I think all rules are good. I disagree with most of them. It's like, if you know like, them, that's what the what? fuck it is, dude. Why are we wasting so yeah. many characters being mad on some shit that like is what the fuck it is? Like, cause did they wasting change it? So many characters. Did they change it for the Olympics yet? Can you still smoke weed? Because no, she's smoking probably not. Like she's out here winning still. So it's, you know what I mean? Like she's doing the best that she can with whatever. Everyone but I'm unless- allowed to just do whatever. With <laughs> drugs. Sorry. Yeah. Do Olympics, steroids. do whatever. Brought, the Olympics brought to you by Burning Man. <laughs> For real. For All real. Right. I'm, I'm into it. Let's talk about one last international sports story real quick. South Sudan. Their national basketball team is going to the Paris Olympics as the best national team in Africa. And the reason that's so interesting and exciting is South Sudan has been a country for 12 years. Oh my God. They are the youngest nation on earth. They gained their independence from Sudan 12 years ago in a, as you would imagine, very violent, very bloody civil war that carried on even after the war ended, the violence carried on. It's been rife with conflict Mm -hmm. in that region for a long time, but like two years into being an independent nation, former NBA player and Chicago Bull Luol Deng formed a South Sudan national basketball team and now fast forward 10 years later they just won i think the fiba world cup or something in their region and now they are going to the olympics like an automatic qualifier for the olympics and uh that's fucking cool this is a quote this team is a beam of light like i keep on saying we're bringing unity camaraderie love and friendship to this country this country's only been independent for 12 years to do this for Luol Dang to put this together, this is incredible. It would be funny if that was a quote from Luol Dang, the way it was said, but no, that was Coach <laughs> Royal Ivy, who is Aww. the head coach of the South Sudan national basketball also, team. Also, what an amazing name. Royal yeah, Ivy, yeah. what the? Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, that's a great That's amazing. Name. So yeah, I mean, good luck in the Olympics until you- Yay. 
until you get the brakes beat off you by the United States, inevitably. Yeah. At some point, we're sending pros, baby. In soccer, psycho. No, this is are we? This is basketball. Oh, okay. Yeah, God bless them. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Oh, they're uh, they're probably decades away from being good at soccer. Like that's a whole other. People care about soccer. (laughs) It's a whole different ball. Yeah, people care about soccer where they are. They don't care about basketball. Mm -hmm. But. Good for them. That's that'll Yay, be Sudan. when the Yay Olympics them. roll around in South Paris South. and all of the homeless people are jettisoned into a nearby river to make way Ugh. for tourists to watch that. So positive. As somewhere as someone who has been in a town before a Super Bowl, very relatable. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I've said it a million times. The Olympics just needs to be one place. Yeah, why? Just keep it Olympic City, Ooh. period. They should do it in Greece. It's where the Olympics started. Yes. Greece uh, could use the money. What the fuck are we doing? Just Greece be- is like, thank you. I'm just yeah. They need something after that shit messed up their tur- their tourism, yeah. that cruise just ship. Fucking do the Olympics in Greece every year. People would be so we'll happy. Keep it there. Winter Olympics, I don't know. Chicago? I don't know. Well, I've also listened uh, to information on what a drain the Olympics has become on cities. Like no one wants it now yeah. because the last couple have like cost so the cities money. Yeah, they haven't made money on it. So now I think people are like hoppitating the Olympics. <laughs> They're like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but we're getting them in 2028. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to go. We'll see. I'm going to try to leave here by then. Yeah, that too. But I would come back for the Olympics. I was about to say, I feel like my parents would come to LA for the Olympics. I'm trying to go to Olympics tennis. It happens. There we go. The uh, venue where the Olympic tennis is going to be happening is in Carson. Like I could damn near walk from where I'm at. Like it's so close to me. We'll see. But I think that's our episode, right? We did it. I don't know why I'm asking everyone else. This is my podcast. That is our episode. God damn it. Yeah. You drive the ship. (laughs) Hey, thank you both yeah. for doing it. Katrina, thank you for stepping in at the last minute. Sliceberg, if you're listening, I'm very sorry I fucked up the scheduling, but we'll have you on you, Wednesday if you're free. You were uh, missed. Sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> have good sleep. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? I, uh, You can follow me at adamtodbrown.substack.com. That's all I got. Uh, Katrina, what do you got to plug? You can follow me at Katrina Savad on everything. It's S-I-V-A-D. It's just Davis backwards. And I'll be in um, Colorado the last couple weekends in September for Tally Ride, Blues and Brews, and High Plains Comedy Festival. So if you live in Denver, Tally Ride, come hang out. Can I give you a recommendation for something to do in Colorado when you're there? Yes. Try marijuana. I, you know what? I still have texts from a place that I uh, befriended people at out there, but I do. I think I'm going to go with what my friends, I like always try to get my own and be like, I'm going to be the LA girl that finds good weed out here. And then all my friends that live there and just have something in like a gallon yeah. bag is way better than anything I've gotten out of this <laughs> out there. I did a show in Denver a few years ago. And I was like, well, it's Denver. I'll just get weed like right before the show at what I'm imagining are the thousands of dispensaries around the venue. And we happened to be in the one part of town where all the dispensaries closed at like five. Oh my God. So I was like, fuck, this is not what I thought Denver was going to be like. And as soon as I had that thought, a motherfucker rode by on a bicycle 
just shouting, Dank Weed! Love him. And I was like, like the an angel cream, from heaven. Man. An angel from heaven. I was like, what did he say? Stop him. Stop him. And I was like, now this is what I thought Denver was going to oh be like. Oh, my God. And I bought a fucking cute. ate the weed for $35. Oh, my from God. Me. You're so much better at getting weed in Colorado or in Denver great. than I am. It was great. So, uh, yeah, buy weed from people in Denver. That's my Will plug. do. Jen, what do you got to plug? Um, I've got a new show. I mean, it's it's tonight, so you're hearing this in the future <laughs> and whatever. But I have a uh, multiple night Sunday nights uh for the next few months at PDA, which also means if you are listening to this not in Los Angeles, you can watch it on Twitch, which is pretty fun. Yeah. So follow PDA space. Um, and yeah, new shows that are different concepts than just traditional stand up or even what I was doing before for with snl so check that out follow me everywhere at meet jen and if you're a horny freak i did just lower my monthly subscription price so it is way easier to be a pervert you horny <laughs> freaks yeah i love you mean it my headphones are gonna die and i have to pee all right let's get the fuck out of here katrina say goodbye bye jen say goodbye 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 everybody we love you Bristol Street, bring a blood object to Bristol Street.